put them in your mouth and suck them. South Park was so good. Oh, no. Oh, I'm my so God. so pissed off they had to get rid of Chef. I know. Like, they killed he him. Had to fucking, like, what did he, he, they made him a pedophile. He became a Scientologist or some shit, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Some more yeah. shit. I caught up on a bunch of episodes during the COVID. Oh, it's so fucking good, dude. <clears throat> you know what episode of South Park makes me die every fucking time? It's Woodland Critter Christmas. You, you know Blood that orgy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that whole fucking shit. Welcome back to another episode of the Metal Memories Podcast. Hey, everybody. Howdy. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know. Not too bad. Start of the week. Already tired. Oh, I have Thursday and Friday off. I'm pumped. It was yeah. cold as fuck this morning. It was. Yeah. It's 26 degrees when I left my house. I'm over this fucking back and forth bullshit <laughs> with the weather and the time change. Yep. <sighs> That's the last time change ever, though. Are they fucking quitting it finally? Yep, that's the last one. No shit. Like, you're not joking? Nope. Thank God. Yep. So it'll be this time they, forever. Yep, they passed the law in... Fuck yes. Was it 2019 or 2020 or 2019? I don't know. Somewhere. They passed the law. I will never know what time it is. Thank God. I hated when they fucking go back. Yep. What is the true time? What is it? I guess it's now. Oh. Because so. we're present in it. The only time is now. The past is fake. The future is fake. What if now is fake? <laughs> Fuck! It's all an illusion. It's all fucking fake. This is all a simulation <laughs> for aliens. Fake news, okay? Fake fucking news. Well, we are back with episode 11. <laughs> and our second album of our last rotation of season one. Uh, I believe this is our 10th album. Uh, last week, we reviewed the new release by Primer 55, and we scored that a 3.77. Pretty good. You know, that's not bad. Considering half of us aren't really into that style. Yeah. Um. You know, it sounded good. If you like that kind of Yeah, they're not bad. Shit, go for it. For new metal. Now uh, that puts um below Marauder. <coughs> that puts them below Marauder and above Caius. Still surprised that they beat out Caius. That, that got me a little bit, but Crazy. Their production was a lot better than Caius's. Yeah. Um this week, we have one of Joe's albums, The Sword, Gods of the Earth. Uh, what year was this one from? 2006? 2008. Eight. It was released in March of 2008. Um, it was their second album. And it's a good one. Yep. You were saying this one is the last album that before they kind of really changed their sound. Yep. <coughs> uh, I like the other album, Joe. <coughs> Which other one? The one with Freya. The first one. <coughs> I like them both. They're yeah, I'm kind of interested to see if I would like their first album better. 
I do. This there, one wasn't bad. There, means, there's but. ones on this that I really like, but overall, I think the other album is a better album. How did um, their style change? Um, they just evolved. They just started evolving, and everything I've heard from them after this has been different. Okay. I mean, it still kind of keeps they? a certain vibe, but it... <laughs> kind of traveled down that progressive path, path a little, maybe? Um, this one... The next one kind of sounded like their tone got a lot sharper, but the music wasn't as heavy. I, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the riffs were similar, just kind of, kind of a different sound. But I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I think this one and the first one, I think this one is a better produced version of the first one. Very similar, but. I've not listened to the first album yet, but I will. I'd be interested in hearing it, so I think I will venture back. I might. I might do that album again. Do that one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check out their first album because I've. I know Frey. I don't know. I probably have maybe heard another song or two off of that album, but uh, I like Freya more than anything that I heard on this album. That's off the first album. Mm-hmm. Um. I think personally, I like the roller sound on the first album. It's definitely my favorite, but I thought that this one would score higher because of that sound. But they're they're both similar enough to me that I like them both pretty. Yeah. I've got yep. mixed mixed feelings on this band. Um, after listening to it, I got your your guitar writing style a lot more, Joe. I can, I can hear that. I can hear the sword. Uh, definitely, there. definitely a big influence on me. They're a little too like jam bandy for me, for the most part. Like they do have some like pretty gnarly riffs, <laughs> but I have a far, I have a hard time like really paying attention to them. Like they'll catch my interest, like full full on interest for like I don't know, minute minute and a half, and then it just kind of loses me and not that it's bad it's just like i start thinking about other shit or something maybe it's because there's not really like a whole lot going on with the vocals like yeah yeah, to really zones you out a little bit yeah i'm just not into like that kind of progressive just it doesn't necessarily that's something i definitely appreciate about it is that it's progressive in that the riffs are all yeah. similar but they evolve a little bit as they go and well, that, it's really interesting to me how they do it yeah i don't know if it was it's just kind of how they they just like i said they couldn't keep my attention for long enough but it wouldn't put me away it didn't nothing that they did like put me off of it, it was like oh that's like horrible you know um it's just uh i noticed like by the time a couple of songs had gone in it was like I do it when I when I read books a lot. Like I have a fucking ADHD or something. Like I'll fucking read, and then my mind will like start thinking about some other shit. Yeah. And before I know it, like I don't Fuck, remember. I gotta go back and yeah. read that again. Yeah, and that's kind of like what it it's like with me with this this album. Like I'll listen to it, and then I just kind of think about other shit. Like it's very good. Like almost like metalhead lounge music. Like in my opinion, like. It would be good music to have playing at the bar. Yeah, there's where um I 
done yeah. lost count of what beer I I'm on. <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of jamming along, and every now and again you'll tune into a really good part, and then looking back off to your conversations. Exactly. I appreciate that about it. I, I kind of like that about it. The <clears throat> the it's definitely a different writing style for sure. Not uh, tip like kind of not conventional. I would say very very progressive. Yeah. Um. What what, what kind yeah. of music would you guys call this? Yeah, that's definitely definitely stoner metal. Yeah, for but. sure. Stoner who's taking Adderall. I feel like it's like <laughs> I feel like it's like a progressive groove. It's it, stoner band. It's yeah, it's progr- it's progressive stoner. It's stoner all. Sto- stoner metal, stoner, stoner rock. I mean, you do have some doom elements in there. Um Yeah, those those big uh open chords they do. That's another thing that I really like about it is the way they do that. They use it at, to form part of the rhythm. And <laughs> Mastodon does that a lot too. I really like that kind of shit. Um, vocal wise, <laughs> you know, you got those stoner metal, doom metal, kind of yeah, do a lot of those the same kind of vocal kind of style. Yeah, they some places that say they're doom, but I don't. Think they would be doom? They move around too much. It's too There's fast much. to be doom. Yeah, like they've got some pretty quick, sh- but yeah. then quick stuff, really. but then you think about they too consider Black Sabbath right. doom, and Black Sabbath has yeah some fast rocky yeah riffs. But they've also Very got true. some like doomier, you know, where they're still down. At least this album, like, pretty well holds a not like a super fast pace throughout the whole album, but like. It's a decently up, up-tempo, yeah. you know. Yep. And, uh, you know, I like that a lot about and the album. Even their clean stuff is, is kind of up-tempo. It's not, like, super up-tempo, but it's not, they're, like, really drawn. Yeah. It's not doomy. Like, they're when very, I think doomy, you're holding notes for, like, yeah. fucking ten seconds, you you're know. Drawing things out, really. <laughs> yeah. Letting them ride. And, and uh, within that ten seconds, you know, of this album, like, they've done quite a bit. That band Spirit Adrift is a lot like this band, I feel like, except better vocals. If you... I agree and disagree. I, th- <clears throat> I think that they are a lot alike, but I prefer this the vocals on this. Uh, see, I prefer the vocals on Spirit Adrift. I probably would. I don't really care for these vocals, this vocalist. He's not necessarily bad. He's just not very... He's he, also playing guitar. Well, that's kind of what I had figured. Me and Joey so, talked about so it a little that bit spirit, today. So is that spirit of drift guy? And uh, I that think hard. I think they would have done better had they got a vocalist to sing maybe even the same parts, but with a little bit more conviction. Um, if he could have fucking just done it. To me, I just felt like it was just kind of like just it was kind of like in the background, it, and but, then like some of his. But I feel like that's what. The style that they're going for, so that's a reason. Yeah, well, just like I said, for me personally, I think it would have. You could have used the same riffs and put some different vocals on it. I think if you would have played the same riffs and everything how they did it, but put a different production on it and got a different vocalist that would 
do basically what they did vocally, but yeah. kind of amp them up a little bit. Give it a little bit more, a little bit more balls to it. I was just going to say balls. Yeah. Um, Not much. It doesn't need much. It's not like horrible. Um, like to me, it would have been like, this is a good baseline to work off of. Like, let's work this idea into something, you know, powerful. Well, since we're talking about vocals, we can just hop in into what our thoughts on scores on our girthometer are. Um, <coughs> what were you thinking about giving it? That's a kind of tough one. Now that I think about it. I I'd go with a four. See, it doesn't do anything that I don't like. Yeah. Like, where I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that's bad. You know, he's not a bad singer. Um, I think style. I think they hit what they were going for too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think it fits the music for sure. Um, it's just like I'm kind of nitpicking it on my particular tastes, and I really think if they had done it, you know, I think I really would have liked it had they done some things that would have catered to how I like my music. Uh, I think I would have liked it a lot, a lot more. Their riffs heavier. Yeah, I just think well, they had kind of like a. Just like an 80s sound, like a, like a British, that. that haziness, like when you're kind of watching like old school TV, how it's hazy, like yeah. it's kind of how it sounds. Um, just kind of like low, lo-fi like low, yeah, lo-fi production kind of, and I like a little bit more high. I mean, lo-fi depending, you know, it depends on the circumstance, but I, I like a really clean kind of in-your-face tone where you can really hear everything, everything's nice and sharp, everything punches. Yep. Um <clears throat> To me, that I feel it. that, but at the same time, they, this isn't necessarily that style. So you know, for I, what it I, is, it's definitely they nail all the marks of like stoner doom. I can't rock. say seeing them live, they they are heavier than they are on the record. Usually, yeah, a band's will sound quite a bit different. Well, I'm going to piggyback off you and give the vocals a four as well. Um, I didn't. Again, I didn't want to hate it because it's not totally my style. So I was going to go with a three and a half, but I gave a half point because they wrote a song about Game of Thrones before <laughs> Game of Thrones was a was a show. So that's a... Well, it was a book, isn't it? Yeah. So... Yep. It was a book before the show. They were into it before it was... Yeah, they were cool to be into it. Hipsters. But no, I think um, what he does, he, he deserves a four. I'm just being a jacko. Um it fits what they're doing very well, and he he hits, he hits his notes. I think it fits, but I think it could have some good melodies. It could have captured me a little more. So I'm gonna go with a three point five. I'll take your three point five. And uh, I just I like I said I, I like it, but I think he could have done better. Yeah. And uh, he's got some decent melodies, but at the same time, there were some melodies that was like, man, I think. Might have been able to be reworked to where it's just a little catchier. Just maybe yeah. drawn out some parts or, you know, like I said, worked a little bit of emotion into it. Yep. Um, even just a little bit could have gone a long way, I think. It was just very monotonish. I'm going to give him a three. All the way down to a three. All the way down to a three. Three on the board. And I I do feel like the vocals fit what they were going for. 
and I do have respect for that. Just I'm not a big fan of these, the style exactly that he did. Plus, there's a lot of spots where I feel like it just uh, could have been filled in with more vocals. Could have had a vocal part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's where I kind of think if they would have, they could have really done justice with a dedicated singer, I think. For this, for this particular band, what strikes me more is actually the lyrics and um, the guitar. Yeah, the lyrics. I I'm a nerd, so I love the lyrics. <clears throat> I can't really pay attention. I really, can't really tell what he's saying most of the time. It's impressive how he put all that together, like, and was able to capture that like vibe of like medieval, you know, fantasy shit. Definitely gives that vibe. Say like they they kind of nail, I think overall what they're going for. The style and everything. <clears throat> well, let's get into the guitar and bass. <coughs> what we thought about how they sounded on the album. Bass was very boring on this one. Not a whole. It wasn't bad, but they didn't. There wasn't anything fancy about it. I agree with that. Like he he played everything fine. Hit all his notes were fine. It was just a standard bass tone. Yeah, I think they. I think that's another thing they could have, you know, gnarled up that bass a little bit or something. Especially being stoner or doom. Did we listen to it in headphones? I did not not listen to it at all. But I jammed it pretty loud in the truck, trying to pay attention to it, and I was just a little. It wasn't a bad bass tone. It was just... A, See, I listened to it. Like, it was just like a standard bass tone. <coughs> like, they plugged it in, they were like, does it sound good? And they was like, yeah. And, and headphones... Didn't it, ask it, if that's it the sounded tone that he good, wanted. man. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you listen to the... Uh, I believe it's the beginning of the Frost Giant's Daughter, where they have, like, this drum roll and stuff, and then the bass gets, like, a little bit of a standalone part. That's where you can... Like, if you hear that part, you can kind of start picking it out everywhere else. Yep. I might have missed it in my ADHD-ness. Something cool about their bass player. (coughs) He's also playing one of those fucking foot organ things. Oh, Getty Lee style? Yep. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And uh, he's, like, controlling the samples and stuff with his foot and playing, like, fucking, like, super... Deep octave notes and shit. That's wild. Hmm. It's a lot to concentrate on, especially doing it live and shit. Damn it. And doing it on time. Like some of that yep. stuff is like you don't have control if it's got some kind of delay on it. Yep. So to get that shit to work right in real time, that's fucking that's hard. I think I'm gonna give him a five on guitar and bass. Um I thought the bass was, uh, it didn't stand out to me as anything crazy, but. But it I sounds th- good what, yeah. what it is. Yeah. I thought it, I mean, I couldn't find anything bad about it. And then the guitar, um, one of my favorite guitar tones and a lot of my favorite riffs. So I, th- I think it deserves a five. 
Uh, there's some riffs in there. They're definitely riffy. They're they're really good, <clears throat> really good guitar players. It just doesn't cater to my style necessarily. Like I said, it's a little too jammy, and uh, but a lot of good guys got a, a lot of good guitar players are good at jamming that style. You know, kind of. It might sound like freestyle, but uh, there, you know, there is a method to their madness. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of loses me. Um, not my favorite guitar tone. It's not bad. Um, what was it about it that like, you didn't like? Just that hazy, low production sound. Um, I mean, it fit their, fit their tone their style perfectly it's just not necessarily my favorite tone yeah i feel that um, so i'd probably give them a four you yeah, know because they're really good um just not my style i would say if you're into this stuff definitely check out this fucking band you're gonna love them if yep. you're into progressive stoner rock um dungeons and dragons fucking game shit. of thrones John game Snow. of thrones fantasy like you'll fucking love this album um i went with a four too i think the guitar is just a little too crunchy for me too but crunchy otherwise i didn't I mean, think it was too crunchy there's just, just something about it maybe it is that fuzz maybe i'm describing that crunch as that that fuzz there's like like i almost bet you they use some kind of british speaker or british amps um one of the rig rundowns I watched, they uh, the lead player had a, a big crunch one knob amp, one knob on the amp, big crunch it, one knob, yep, just a gain knob on the amp, huh. and it was going through orange cabinets. And Wild. The other guitar player had an orange, and orange. That cabinets. might not necessarily been what they recorded this album with. Yeah, but those <clears throat> the the orange amps and cabinets actually are known for that type of sound as well. Yeah, so that kind of goes with that. I would almost bet they used an orange cabinet for for the recording. What What do you think, Joey? Uh, for guitar uh definitely good solid riffs throughout it uh i don't mind the tone um i mean really for tone wise like for what that tone the tone that they were going for for production wise like what joe was saying like they polished what they what they were doing, yeah. I think. Um, I think this is a shining a, example of like that style too. There, there's yeah. a lot of bands that will kind of push. Um, I think that sound to an extreme, and then almost do it too much to where it's nothing but that, and it's kind of muffled sounding. Yeah, or they'll be like too fuzzy. <clears throat> yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, and it's like almost where sometimes it sounds good. Sometimes it's where it's like overbearing. I feel like they kind of found like a happy medium within what that genre and tone 
is for that. I'll have to give him a four. I really liked a lot of the riffs. Yeah, if it's, it's a, some jammy it's, shit. It's a genre like to a T. If I were to imagine stoner metal, like that's about what tone. Stoner rock, I would say. I would probably wouldn't yeah, it's them borderline metal. metal. Yeah, yeah it's. I would say more rock meter. Metal, but yeah, they're, they're on the rocker side. Heavier than Caius. Yeah, I would say they were heavier than Caius. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't but consider Caius metal. No. <laughs> um, hard rock, maybe. Yeah. During hard uh, rock. During COVID, these guys covered uh, that song "Working Man." Oh, that's cool. Is that Rush? Yep. And. Uh, uh, I think it's easy top song. I can't can't remember. <coughs> but the the rush cover was pretty sweet. That dude's singing style nailed it. Yeah, I bet he sounds pretty close to Getty. <laughs> you giggling about? Cause like I, I I don't know I can't picture it. <laughs> Can we play it? Awesome, Getty. <laughs> Can quote, we play unquote. their cover? We'll get to it for if we remember it when we do our oh yeah clips yeah. at the end. Stay on stay on task. What's, uh, what's next? Uh, drums? we got to get into the drums here. The drums. rhythm section. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. I was v- kind of disappointed with the drums. Not that he, he's a good drummer, but the tone, that bass drum tone just sounds like he's hitting a pillow. Big fluffy pillow. Yeah. A lot of it has to like do a, with... A plastic wrapped pillow is what it <laughs> sounds like he's hitting. A lot of it has to do with the style of music that they're playing, but there yeah, is some even songs still. I was really that I kind of got to listening to the tone of that bass <clears> drum. He yeah. rides some of these beats into these riffs where, like, I feel like it doesn't like the riffs and beats are on tempo and time, but sometimes, like, I feel like when the beat could be changed, it doesn't. And he just keeps it on out. riding the beat. Yeah. Yeah, it's that jamminess. Yeah, jam bandy kind of kind of stuff. <clears throat> you only got so many tricks as a drummer and whenever you're filling up that much space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool when it's like kind of sucks you in and it and it flows with the beat and, I think and it, the riffs and stuff, but like I don't know, it's sometimes like when you he Sounds like you need to a change somewhere. Yeah, it should change. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'll give him a three point, three point seven five on the drums because I really wasn't too happy with the uh, the sound. He wasn't. I feel like he was a good, really pretty solid drummer. Overall, yeah, I think though. he was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> it's just I really think that was another thing. Probably could have helped this album a little bit had they cleaned up that bass tone a little bit. It's just it's not very too boofy. Not that it's supposed to be punchy or anything. It's just, it sounds too too dead. Yeah. 
to, for me. Slapping a dead fish? Yeah. Very dead fish. Yep. Um, I went with a four. Um, I think that he had some pretty good um, fills in there. He's an I, interesting drummer, for sure. Yeah, he did some weird shit in there, and I appreciate that. Um yeah, I, I'd have to go back. I don't. I didn't recognize the bass drum being really weird sounding. Yeah, but again, I didn't listen. I listened to this album mostly on my shitty ass work computer, mm. and it's really bad. Yeah, I jammed it pretty loud on a couple of different systems. I'm gonna go with a four and a half. Um, I feel like. The tone, the tone doesn't bother me either. Um, I didn't notice it. It didn't st- stand out that it was. It doesn't bloody. necessarily yeah. stand out because I think it's, it kind of, in a way, fits the style. Yeah. But once I noticed it, like paid attention to it, I was just like, yeah, I really don't care for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, uh, I like the way that he had some fills that made him like. Kind of Mastodon-y, but most of it, yeah. most of it, I think he was just playing a simple. He's a solid, yeah. fucking drummer. You playing know, like a yeah, simple good. beat, but it, some of his fills he, are definitely there. Um, some it felt like he let let the guitars and bass lead on the rhythm. Yeah, with the way they were jamming, and I liked that. Um, yeah, I mean, for as good as he is, I definitely feel like he held back and it wasn't necessarily a bad thing because it's one of those things that can very easily be overdone with a lot of fancy drum stuff. Yeah. Um, then you choke know, it. He probably could have changed it up to maybe, vari- you know, put a variation to it. But, uh, you know, variation doesn't mean craziness. Um, it could just be no, something something different, you know, yep. a different raw, you know, a different crash or, you know, maybe a different, you know, pick up, yeah, the, that's what I'm, pick up the tempo thing. a little bit or, you know, something. <clears throat> I'll have to give him a 3.5. Um, it's, he's good for what he's doing here. Uh, just not, not my favorite style and uh I guess not my favorite drummer I've 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 got others. Oh. Going back into it. Uh miscellaneous. I know they had some acoustic parts. I don't not, really, not really remember any. any like overlay like nothing keyboardy really. or anything, right? Nothing yeah. really miscellaneous. Uh, they they overall. use some pedals in a few places I to can't. get some cool sounds. But um, I like the the folky guitar parts, the acoustic. I think yeah. they're really yeah. chill. And they had some really nice the, clean tones. That? Yeah, the, the tones that's one were thing cool I too. did like about their guitar tone. That was, was the, the to take the black revise or whatever. Yes, that's the Game of Thrones one. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That I'm one. glad they did that. <clears throat> I'm a fucking nerd, dude. Well, uh, because Ooh. of that, I'll, I'll give them a, a four. I'm just going to rate it on the, you know, the use of the effect pedals and uh, 
the acoustic parts. I think they sounded good. The tone was good. The vibe was of them was like really chill and Sounds like you said, they were upbeat. They weren't like totally oh. slow and minor key. And I'm gonna give it a four as well for the same reason. They they maybe could have done more, but yeah, I feel like they probably could have done something like given the style, maybe even yeah. even some like. Weird chanting or something like they, how we did in Odyssey, you know. The, the yep. first album, uh, Age of Winners, has some more stuff like that in it. Mm. Uh, I know one song they they howl like wolves while they're like, yeah, like just, a chorus in yeah, the background. Yeah, weird shit like that. That'd be, yeah. That'd, yeah. Be, that'd be a good addition to this album, I think. Um, you know, had, yeah, it feels it like it's right. begging for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to give it a give it a three just for the lack thereof. What could have been. Yeah. I really did like that clean guitars, though. I thought that was... The tone really was sick well. on them. And, yeah. and just how, the, how they wrote it. It was yep. it was very interesting. I remember it. the clean parts always catching my attention. Uh, what would you score it, Nick? I'll give it a four. Groove right now. Groovy, groovy, groove, groove, groove. Groove of the whole damn thing. Shebang. How funky was it? How funky was this monkey? I think I thought it was pretty funky. Yeah, if you if if we could give it higher than a five, I would give it higher than a five. Um definitely one of the grooviest albums out there. I'm gonna I have to differ on that. I'm gonna give it a three point five on grooviness because it's it's got its points where it's pretty groovy, but at the same time, when I was listening to it on Spotify, after the album we get done playing, it would go to similar bands, and I would catch myself liking. I've actually got a couple like this band called Orchid that uh, I've learned uh, from them, and like I think they had better groove, like shit that caught my attention more. And I think it's I think it's the jam bandy part of it that I don't like, and that's just really my particular taste. It's I really don't jam. I like jam band for like three minutes, and then like let's get on to the next fucking song, dude. <laughs> so um, I like fish for zero minutes. Yeah, I'm just I'm not really just I never have been into that style. This is good uh, good for a minute, but. Remember when I was young, I went to a New Year's Eve party and this jam band was playing uh, CCRs. Uh, Take me to the river. Oh, yeah. Dude, they played that for like fucking 14 fucking minutes straight. That goddamn riff, dude. I was about to blow my fucking brains out. I was not drunk up enough for that and I was fucked up. That sounds awful. It really does. Bad. That's fucking great. But that's the kind of vibes this this album gave me. It was just a little too jammy for my taste. Nick, do you like Freebird? I mean, it's all right. It's got good parts of it, but it's also a really long fucking song. <laughs> if it's longer than like, I can do like five minutes, <clears throat> like five and a half minutes if it's a really good fucking song. 
Uh-oh. If you're any longer <laughs> than five and a half fucking minutes. Opeth does it well, though. I think, like, they've, I don't know. I think they're progressive in a progressive way, not a jam bandy way. No, yeah, yeah, they're like they definitely they like, don't jam it. From what I ha- what I do know of them, they change it up well enough. <clears throat> Some ADD music, not sure. not gonna lie, dude. <clears throat> like I wrote that acoustic nine minute song and listened to that a couple times, and some of these four minute, three minute songs that the Sword have felt longer than my nine-minute acoustic song. <clears throat> so, take it you're not a fan. No, I, I, I like I like that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's just I felt like just some not, of these songs felt longer than what they actually were. Yeah. Well, they have I a can lot see that. going on. Like I said, during you know some of those parts, it's just... They, like, they really progress, like, for what they do within that... Four minute, three minute time period. Yep. I like that. But I like I like how they keep the the same vibe throughout the like the riff just keeps evolving. Yeah. And that I mean that's the style. Would I listen? Choose to listen to this all the time? <clears throat> Probably not. Every now and again. One yeah. one thing I didn't like about this album. That first song being like half as long as it needed to be and not having vocals. Yeah. That could have been that. a kick ass fucking song. Yeah. Yeah, because it It reminds me of something grooves. I just can't put my finger on it. Um, what score would you give it for grooving? Under pressure. Um the, the old groovy, I'm going to have to go with Nick on this one with the 3.5. It has its good points. It has its good points. Like, I had the parts that I had banged, <clears throat> the, like the main part that I had, had banged, um, like, that's my favorite part. Um, but, like, I can't say that I was like that for the whole. Yeah, definitely wouldn't. I, I didn't. I whole album. didn't catch myself head banging, th- you know, or grooving through a whole song. Yep, but it wasn't a th- it uh, thing where I was portions. like, I want to turn this off. Neither though. Yeah, it was nothing. Never anything bad. Where it was like, oh, this sounds horrible, or you know, there's just there wasn't any. They weren't playing well, or the riffs weren't good. It just droned on. I mean, I caught myself putting just playing it on or, my phone I don't know how a to lot, describe it. taking a dab and just kind of laying back and then listening to it that way. Sounds enjoyable. It, it was. I'd get about halfway through the album and then get interrupted by somebody and then it's, yeah, pick up on the other half. feels like they kind of forget where they're going. They go, oh, it's just playing the same thing, but playing a little differently now. Oh, yeah. What were we playing? Oh, yeah, we were playing <laughs> that one. Like <laughs> sounds like our practice. <laughs> uh, uh, uh I give it a, a four and a half. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I'm kind of into that more, you know, progressively shit. I like the, their approach to songwriting. And, uh, you know, I grooved along to it. I am interested to see if I like their first album better. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and because see that. If all the songs are like Freya, like Freya's a fucking banger. 
Like I, I jammed through Freya like the whole time. Like that's a good fucking song. They're and, all pretty uh, similar. So if yeah. if uh, that first album's got that kind of vibe, I'll probably dig it a lot better. I don't feel like this album had that kind of vibe. Like I don't know. They just kept it going through that. At least for that song, like through the. I think it's a decently. It's not super long song, but it's a longer, and like. It kicks. It's a kicker through the whole fucking thing. I will have to check it out. I want to hear the chanting and shit and them howling like wolves and shit. Yeah. Um, something about this groove. If I, if you guys are like me, you'll have it stuck in your head. Like, like you'll just randomly, it'll just pop up like the little humming you hear in your head. You know, it'll be a fucking sore drift. Yeah, that was one thing. None of them. Ever, nothing really got stuck in my head from this. I don't think that's where I'm at with it. But to each his own on that. Yeah, uh, you never know. If I listen to this album for a month, I'm sure I have at least one of the riffs stuck in my head. Yeah, I mean, I did listen to it honestly quite a bit. <coughs> um, I listened to it more than some of the others that we've reviewed, and. uh I didn't dislike it, but it wasn't memorable for me. Um, I, I added guess. it to my my playlist, my favorites playlist. So I put that shit in there, but it's also five thousand songs. So basically, anything like yeah, I'd hear that again. I put in there. It happens. That's that how my play five my years. playlist <clears throat> happen. Um. Into the favorite parts, um, I was talking about liking the uh, acoustic intros, and uh, I like the intro to "Take the Black," which is a Game of Thrones reference. Oh, take my black! <laughs> I, I'm anxious to see what take it black. listening to these through headphones would change about people's ratings. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how it does sound. Interested to check out this bass. Oh, it turned out the ones. As poopy as I think it does through my other stuff. This will work now. Yeah, still not impressed with that bass drum. I can see what you mean. Sounds a little pillowy. Mm. I can kind of hear that bass tone, but it's not very prominent. That's a kick-ass riff. Yeah, that's probably like, one of my. That, that bass drum ones. sounds like a heartbeat. It does. I see that. Yeah, Doom's a little too much to name this band. Oh, Doom, that's pretty quick. No, that's that shit's badass right there. That song's dope. Who else got something? Uh, I've got two, if if we can do two. 
Yeah. I couldn't really choose. Um, the first three riffs and how heavy the sax. And go into that first. That's a dope riff. Dude, this riff would have sounded so much better with high production. That would have been a fucking in-your-face riff. Well, it's funny you say that because that band I was talking to you about, Spirit of Drift, Mm -hmm. has like the exact same riff Mm. in one of their songs. (laughs) You might check out uh, that band. You might like them more than... I mean, I, I remember checking them out. It was just yeah, we saw them. Not too much. Yeah, <clears throat> they ha- too into them. They're all right. That has some pretty good shit. That sounded like a cool show. It, they get over it, their bass player. It blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Something about him just hit fucking hit me the wrong fucking way. <laughs> I didn't like his fucking. I didn't like his attitude. <laughs> he was just up there fucking being uh, a fucking dick. <laughs> a lot of people like, are. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Up there with his fucking chops, chewing gum the whole fucking time. Like, fucking. Just, uh, I don't know. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong you way. You look way too cool up there playing bass. I, I don't like it. He did it. not look cool at all. He looked like a fucking chode. <laughs> not a good chode. Oh, no. I'm so jealous of you. I'm chode bass I'm player. I'm you. You fit the, the stereotype. He looked like a dick. <laughs> Oh, Dave, my, I'm much my, more of a dick in my punk band playing bass. <laughs> Second one is uh, from 245 on and Lords. You know yeah. what? Damn it, Joe. That's funny you did that. You didn't really pick two because that was actually my favorite part. Okay. Oh, killing two birds with one stone. Killing two birds with one stone. I really love the way they use those open chugs. That right there is my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. And then the way that this progresses in the mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. For those listening... Everybody but Nick is headbanging right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a fucking riff. That's like the riff. And they bring it back. Back into that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, back into the big chords. Yeah, that, that was my favorite part of the whole album. For that sure. shit's pretty fucking sick. Mine was like under the bowels. That was another good one. I had a no favorite part. Another good song. What What did you guys think of the White Sea? The one that didn't have any vocals. That one wasn't bad neither. 
It was a little long, but it's not a bad song. All these wrists are recognizable once I hear them, but I can't. That riff right there is really cool. Yeah. Reminds me of Gojira or something. Yeah. And see, like, I think he had a good vocal melody there. But if he just would have sang it with a little bit more conviction, it would have been just a little little more in. A little more aggressive with it. I don't know, something. Yeah. Just would add that just a little bit of extra. I like that riff. Just, just ordinary. It's not extraordinary. It's extraordinarily ordinary. Um, you know, I like a bunch of that riffage in there. Yeah, it's a pretty good riff, though. Overall, I think it was a pretty good album. I like listening to it. Like I said, I added it to my playlist. Um, yeah. You guys got any final thoughts? It wasn't as bad as Bio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, t- speaking of, I got the results. Speaking of Biohazard, man, I still have a riff stuck in my head. Um, let's see here. The Sword. Gods of the Earth. <laughs> scores a 3.8. Nine four. Three point nine four. Three point seven two. Just short of a certified banger. Um, so go back okay. to our rankings. We have Black Sabbath in last with three point five eight, Biohazard with three point six six, Caius with three point six eight, then Primer fifty five with three point seven seven. The Sword with 3.94, Marauder with 4.01, Mushroom Head with 4.05, Static X and Ill Disposed tied with 4.16, and our leader down with 4.20. Will anyone take the crown? I think I might have this one. This one's probably going to be pretty high scoring. Oh, Bethel probably gets some pretty high scores too, but I think... Generally, all of us love System of a Down. Yeah. This album, too, is like, you know. Joe, I'm not so sure of. But I know the other the other three of us. I do like them. Get down on some System. Yeah, this album in particular hits me in the, the nostalgia feels. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm think excited it's cool to, that Down got 420. Pizza pie, pizza <clears throat> pie. <laughs> yeah, something about pizza pie. Um. We didn't talk about the band members. Oh, let's go for it. Um, I can't read that. Oh, um, well, good, because it doesn't say anything. <laughs> uh, can you click on the band page? I remember the singer, rhythm player's name, and the lead player's name, but I don't know the rest of them. So we have J.D. Coronas on vocals, guitar, production, and mixing. Kyle Shutt, guitar, mixing. He did what? Who did what? He shit. He shit. Kyle Shutt. J.D. Coronas. 
And then uh, Brian Ritchie, bass, engineering, mixing, Trevette, Wingo, drums, percussion, mixing. So they all were on, like, mixing and production on this album. That's pretty interesting. That's kind of cool. I like mixing and production. Um, Kyle Shutt replied to a DM I sent him. That's hot. Yeah? You, you sliding in his DMs? No, I told him... We, he played a show on his birthday in Indy last year. I, I DM'd him happy birthday, and he actually replied. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a cool guy. Oh, they have another happy Game of Thrones birthday, song, too. Happy birthday, uh, <laughs> Mr. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> I had to get that out. These guys sound like they like to party. Yeah, I bet they were fun to hang out with. Yeah, I bet you they smoke a bunch of weed. Oh, yeah. Um, they are not a band anymore, sadly. So right. Next week, well, we got Opeth. What album? We do. We have Opeth's 2001 album, Blackwater Park. Blackwater Park. This one is a proggy journey. Um. You know, Joey, you could probably do a dab and lay on the couch and go <laughs> to some faraway places. So is it uh, heavy, melodic? It is all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, this is the one where Vocals. Uh, I is think he singing more. Or? He is still growling, but also singing. Okay. So I feel like mix. this is the mix, the pinnacle of the mixing. Okay. Of the two styles. Before. So as they were changing, this was kind of like their yes. progression. I feel like this is their Magnus Opus. Hmm. I think this is this is their best one. They still have a bunch of good albums. They still make good music now. But I think, I don't know, just something Blackwater Park is hmm. insane. Um, nice. The I don't think it's going to uh, score very high in groove. Because, um, mm. you know, it is progressive. Yeah. Some but, progressive shit's pretty fucking groovy, though. So, yeah. I mean, it's really kind of your tastes at the same time. This is a good one. I enjoy this one. This is a, um, you know, I've almost gotten through all the albums that have really influenced me. There's one more I'm going to do after this. It'll probably be an acid bath one. But after you guys listen to this, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's why Dave's fucking writes weird ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Like a mixture of all this shit. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was a good album. So hopefully you guys will too. I've been meaning to really check out these guys for a long time. And other than kind of that one fucking concert that I've ever seen of theirs is the only thing I've really checked out. So yeah. He's pretty funny at the concerts too. He's got a really dry sense of humor. Hmm. But um, yeah. I know they had a fucking huge production God damn, the one that I was watching, like, they all kinds of shit. Backup singers, like, oh, yeah. fucking 20 fucking instruments up there doing yep. all kinds of crazy shit. Like, like his orchestra. It's like fucking 10 guitarists yeah. up there or some shit, don't yeah. they? They're like three anyways, don't they? Um, Two. Is it just two? Yes. Just more. Saw more than that. Um, and the bass player. Maybe it was just I mean, the, They could have for Maybe it was just the angle, yeah. how they did the angling of the of the the footage. 
Um, a good one is to watch them at Red Rocks. That was a good one. Um, they played with Gojira too at the same show. Hmm. That would have been cool to see there. Yeah. That would have been cool to only drink 9% Voodoo Rangers because that's all they sell there at 10,000 feet. No, it's not that high. It's like 5,500. They only sell good. Voodoo Ranger there? Oh, yeah, dude. They're only tall boys too. Huh. And you have to crush like 9% beer there <laughs> while you're in the mountains. When you're used to low-ass Bloomington and you get <laughs> shit-faced. That's totally... Sounds like a good time. <laughs> it was a great time. Um, Yeah. Y'all got anything else? Follow us on socials. Like and subscribe, motherfucker. Yep. Like and subscribe. Check us out. The Devil Lettuce uh, on Linktree. You know, just search for us there. You will find the podcast. Metal Memories Podcast. Um, and all the socials for the band. Thanks to all of our stuff. Yep. Check it out. Thank you for listening as always. And we'll see you next week. Two in the link, Peace. one in the pink. <laughs>